Good afternoon, everybody. This is Jarrell Henry. This is the first episode of Just Tell Rel. We have here in the studio with us today, Big Hurt. He's a music artist from out of Orlando. We're going to be sitting down with him, having a good conversation. Got some good herbs sitting in front of us, good drinks, and we're just going to have some good talk. We'll uh, get to know Big Hurt a lot better and... uh, Hopefully later on you'll have some questions for them and everything and we'll be able to answer those later on. Alright, so this is Just Tell Real, a podcast hosted by yours truly, Jarrell Henry. We're sitting in the studio today with Big Hurt, straight out of Orlando. Yeah. How you doing this afternoon? What's going on with you, King Red? Not too much, not too much. Just uh, enjoying my good Sunday afternoon. It's been a pretty long week, especially a long work week, and looking forward to getting back into that tomorrow. Man, look here, same deal, but so much harder, man. My whole weekend be crazy, you know what I'm saying? I worked up there at Club Lit. So Saturday night, man, on a Sunday morning, it's just a blessing to be just running around out here. Like, you know, a lot of crazy shit goes on out there, but the intention is to have fun, you know? Right. So, that's why I like Sunday nights, the island craze, you know. I love Triple J's mixes, man. He does it. Reggae, hip-hop, you know, gets it right, and it's always chill. Sounds like a good time. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and get down into it. Uh, Big Hurt is a music artist, just like I said. and uh, I've been to a couple of your shows, and you know that's why I wanted to have you here on the show today, is to sit down and uh, talk with us, get the people to get to know you, those who don't know about you, because you have been out for quite some time, and I know that you used to perform with a different group before you decided to go solo and Maybe a lot of the people don't know that about you, so let's uh let's go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, like y'all all know Jay Gutter, Milk Jizzle, man, they're my brothers, you know what I'm saying, to the end. But uh, it's always been me with the passion, you know. Since I was 17 years old, I was writing lyrics, you know, trying to perfect the craft to put out there to the people to feel me where I'm coming from. You know, I ain't want to just write no song and it be something you know, just catch it for the moment. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Catch it for the moment can only last for the moment. You know what I'm saying? I'm in this life long. I've been doing music, performing music since I was a child. You know, I went to Washington Shores in the chorus. You know, that's getting got in a lot of trouble in middle school. But <laughs> right. Eventually, you know, my father, he, he pushed my way back in there. You know what I'm saying? He, he really forced me to be a part of the music life again. All right, so you've got a pretty good musical background then since you were in the youth. So youth choir, uh, anything else that drove you into music? And um, over time, just hustle, you know. My mama, she was always a big hustler. So, you know, being around her in those times, you know, I gained a lot of those aspects, you know. We would be selling CDs at Classic Weekend, you know what I'm saying? That was highlight of my life at the time. Right. You know <laughs> Walking home with all that money, it was just like, you know, that, 
got me into doing other things that I don't recommend. Now, but, right. And we've yeah. all been out there in the streets doing our fair share of uh, making things turn, making the hustle happen. Right, right. You know, making the ways when there is no way. You know, and I'm sure plenty of our listeners have uh, been down that road before, maybe still on that road, who knows? Right. But see, my whole bag was, you know what I'm saying, I'm always hearing, I got something special. I got something that's way better than dope. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I had to take the cocaine and even the weed all the way out of my mix when I'm talking about how I'm dealing out here with my hustle because it's, it's, it's strong, man. Like, I wouldn't be here talking to you today if it wasn't just strong like that. Right. Working at that craft. I wasn't always just, you know, a singer or a rapper. You know, that took time to develop because that was something I was always passionate about. But, you know, I didn't necessarily ever write my own music. I was performing other songs. Right. So at that point in time, you were performing other music. So is that different now? Are you uh, writing your own music and lyrics? Absolutely. Like, it's, it's really relieving my stress. Like, every lyric, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not even a joke. Just the freestyle is so relieving, you know? You, you get a lot out that, you know, I'm a I'm an introverted person. You know, I'm real quiet and to myself and mind my business. Right. But, you know, when it comes to that music, man, it it kind of turned me into, a, a, I wouldn't say a different person, but I'd say just a more boisterous me, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. A little more ostentatious when I'm on that stage. Like, So you feel like the music is just giving you another alter ego? Yeah, in a sense, yeah. Okay. You know, same dude, just, you know, a stronger presentation. So the stage is like your door to the outdoor. Exactly. Okay. I definitely can understand that because I'm a bit of an introvert myself. You know, I, I like to stay indoors and do my own thing and socializing is great. It just has to be on a limited aspect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I love, you know, my people, you know what I'm saying? I love getting to meet and know new people, but, you know, it's just, I love spending time with me so much. It's, it's a problem. <laughs> hey, self-love is the best love If you don't love you, how can somebody else love you? That part, man, you know Had to be content with me at a certain point, you know The shit was chaotic as I was growing up So I had to develop a certain level of, you know, arrogance A certain level of pride And yeah, a certain level of self-love Because... You know, I had a low self-esteem issue. I was 250 pounds, you know what I'm saying? I was always the fat kid, you know, and the biggest kid. So I was always the target for the jokes. And anybody who felt like they was tough and wanted to try or something, like, it's always been, like, I was just either popular or the most hated, you know, or the most clown. I was always the most of something I ain't have shit to do with. Hmm. So that's who you were growing up, pretty much. Yeah, man. It's either fending for yourself or you running with the crowd. Nah, the crowd running with me. Oh, I'm okay. Over here by myself on purpose. Ah. <laughs> You're trying to do your own thing, and by doing your own thing, that attracted more people to want to try to do it with you. Exactly. Exactly. I get you. I get you. So, who influences you when it comes to your music? 
I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you, I have so many different influences. That's why my music is so versatile. Like, from the song you'll hear today to the song later on, people, it's it's all me because it's literally just how I am, you know. I'm very all over the place, but it's still a correlation. So it's like, you get me, but you know, you kinda feel a different vibe than you would expect. Gotcha. So would you say that your music is just solely based on your life and your life experiences? Bingo. Okay. So uh, what would you say is your worst or most memorable relationship? Oh man, that's leading into this song. Uh, you're on here today. Just another one. It's literally about an eight-year relationship I was in, you know. I was 19, you know, fresh into being an adult, you know, trying to maneuver my way out here, you know. Fell in love, you know. I raised her kid from eight years old to he's 18 now with his own kid on the way. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'm a 28-year-old <laughs> grandpa out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's crazy. All right, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and play that track. And you said it was uh, just another one. Just another one. All right. Well, here goes just another one by Big Hurt. Keep on working as if perfect had a purpose with you But every time I made a serenade you show me It's just another one, it's just another one It's just another one I like keep working at it even though it seemed like abuse I had to walk it back and look at what's in front of me It's just another one it's just another one It's just another one It gets hot, this is a shot, shot This is a cause I didn't let you have it I just split it up a little Is what I thought that it happened But you had caught me lacking, babe I had to back away I hate to see it go to waste Just wanted to get it on pace And make it go into your lane Give my all for your favorite flavor Something to be savored I need your favor, I'm on my way up With it anyway, don't wait Cause ain't no way I'ma let go of you I keep on working as a perfect Had a purpose with you I had to walk it back and look at what was shown to me It's just another one It's just another one It's just another one Well, I keep working at it Even though it seemed like abuse I had to walk it back and look at what's in front of me It's just another one It's just another one It's 
just another one It's just another one oh. I keep on working as if perfect Had a purpose with you But every time I made a serenade You saw me It's just another one It's just another one It's just another one I like it working at it Even though it seemed like abuse I had to walk it back and look at what's in front of me It's just another one It's just another one It's just another one I describe my perceptions Inspections, no exceptions to these golden rules I applied my own profession I had my own expression When I'm trying to orate on the truth Would we end this story soon? I'm in this glory womb I'm in fire, it seems overdue I tried to cut it at an Just another one. So, let's go ahead and uh, talk about that track. Yeah, man. That was basically after that whole eight-year relationship ended, man. It's just like, you know, big wake-up call that, you know, there's always going to be something to come along to try to break you, you know. And that, that one, it literally almost broke me right out of wanting to do much of anything, live. I was in the bed, like, you know, under the covers, living, just existing, really. So I just had to shake that whole mold, you know. I started working out a little, started eating more, you know, really started putting my efforts toward the music, you know, not just being record label exec. You know, I own FLA Hood Stars, E-N-T-L-L-C. 
Okay. I own the publishing company of the DBA name, you know. And that all came from putting money where it needed to go, learning the details of what I needed to do, and putting that foot forward into getting everything handled, you know. The copyright this music, to send it to distributors, to learn how to do any of that took that first step and every step after that I've just been moving like everything that comes comes if it doesn't come don't cry about it because the next thing is coming you know you just be in position and be ready so keep walking right that's good so you took yourself out of the funk and everything like that and you used the music as an avenue to keep on moving yeah. okay and, you know I had booked shows with my group and everything, you know, we had, you know, some things going on, you know, we were number one in Orlando on Reverb Nation, you know, number, you know, we were in the top 10, at least always, when okay. it came to locationally, like, the general Central Florida area. Right. So you guys always had yourself ranked and everything like that, and you did your best to keep your music craft going and making sure you were staying in the spotlight where you needed to be. Exactly, yeah. Alright, so uh, where are they now in comparison to you? Are they still performing? Are they still making music? Nah, that, that was really, like I said, never their bag, you know. One, you know, his thing is always, you know, to work and, you know, fully respect him for that, you know. His thing is now, you know, he has a family, so he has to be there to take care of other things, you know. The other one who I started this whole thing out with, Joe, he uh, pretty much, we're waiting on him to be free, you know what I'm saying? So that's the whole thing I don't really want to get too deep in, but free Joe, you know what I'm saying? Tizzo, love you, brother. But, uh, you know, when it came down to having to do things and having to move, it's like, when people are waiting for the group and the group isn't there, you know, right. it's time to make some avenues in order to move forward regardless, you know. They still my brothers, they still got, you know, a door into this thing, you know, I'm gonna take care of them regardless. I do this for my people anyway, you know. I, what I'm gonna do with a whole bunch of money, I just wanna be able to live, you know, to a good enough standard where I can take care of myself, you know. Right. But it's really boiling down, you know, I just always wanted to take care of my people. I don't really need no expensive shit. I'm not a flashy person. I don't I don't really care about jewelry at all. Like Alright, so when you say do it for the people and everything like that, you know, some some artists go back to their neighborhoods, they put back into their neighborhoods and uh, you know, make sure that they're a part of their community. What do you feel about what's going on in your present community, not just in Orlando, but your portion of Orlando? Literally, that's why it's a lot of dudes like, I won't just work with any old artists. Like I was always a Orlando fan, you know what I'm saying? When it came down to music, like my next door neighbor, you know, he had the whole neighborhood rapping, you know, everybody would come over to his house, it was a studio. You know, the other homeboy put together behind the house, you know, they, they got studios and everything. I'm seeing them moving, you know, they really made me fall in love with this craft, like, all over again. Like, I love rap. Right. But 
you know, I was a singer. So when it came down to singing, you know, higher pitches, that's a whole new thing for me too. I was a bass, mind you. Like, you know, it was cute when you were a kid to sing that high shit, but you know, when your voice started to change in middle school and high school, you can't really <laughs> do all that. Yeah, you can't hit the same notes. I can definitely attest to that. I remember the first time my voice changed and it definitely changed the way I had to sing and how I had to perform and everything else like that. So, yeah, I definitely get it. Yeah, man. So, if anything, like, it's always, it's a constant job to keep your voice right when you're a singer and you're not just a rapper, you know. I wanted to do this thing rapping, you know. It would have been, like, just as easy. My first song that I dropped out of studio at 17 was Blue Dragon, you know. Everybody from Crosstown, you know, that knew about me at that time, you right. know, that was their shit, you know, they planted it <laughs> around the hood, you had people talking about it, it was a whole thing. I was really set to do a mixtape with the Crosstown Bandits. Okay. That was a whole group, you know what I'm saying? You know, dudes I've been seeing since I was a kid, you know, that made the song, I represent the old Big Dime, you know what I'm saying? He was the, the forefront of that sucker, so it's like, man, I've always been a fan of Orlando artists, so when it came to just being around them, that was just based off of some fan stuff. So when right. it came to me, like, hey, I want to do some music too, it was all love. I'm right there through the door. They remember me from partying days when I used to club. I started clubbing mm. young, you know, like 14, because I was tall, you know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> hey, where'd you start clubbing at? Like, my first club ever, I went to, I just had my mom drop me off at this club that had just opened up. I was just by myself. 14, mind you, going to the back of it, like, not thinking of none of this stuff, like, because, you know, I done did some stuff already, like, I done had charges and everything, done went to <laughs> programs and whatnot, yeah. you know, that's a whole nother story, but, yeah, when it came to going up there, I walked up to the biggest, tallest dude and just asked him, man, where the party at, though, and everybody just bust out laughing and it was all up and that turns out they were Zoes so ever since then wherever the Zoes was going man I was there and I still got so much love for them to the day man alright well speaking of the Zoes uh, is that your affiliation where, where are you from what's I'm, your background your nationality I'm from Orlando Florida born and raised right but my mother she's from Jamaica born and raised by way of some other places, it's not detailed, care about too hard, but yes, yeah, she was from Jamaica. My biological father, he's from America, and you know, my father that raised me, he's he's from Tallahassee, so still America. Still American. All right, so you got Jamaican in your blood, but American also in your blood and everything like that. All right, so that's a pretty good mix. So you're into your music and everything like that. Does your like for music outside of that have an influence into the music you write? Uh, it seems more like uh, your style is somewhat of like an R&B style of uh, singing and rap style and everything. So musically, what artist or type of music inspires you to create what you create? I gotta be definite with it. It's like, straight up, it would be Nate Dogg and Warren G's 
regulators that right. would probably be like the best fit for like the prime song that would best define like my whole style because when it comes to my type of music it's not really just an R&B and it's not really just a hip hop or rap or gangster it's gangster and blues so I just took what was already said I didn't come up with it somebody right. else came up with gangster and blues I'm just really here to impress upon it as G and B as a whole new genre, if you will. Okay. So, those are the two artists that influence you. Uh, any uh, movies, comedy that that uh, sits in your favor? What do you like to do in your relaxing time when you're not creating music? What's your escape, your getaway? I would say like I would have a lot of slight influences, but. I would only give it maybe like 5% because when it comes to my craft, that's usually just a straight up, all right, what am I going through? What am I feeling? What's the struggle? And what I need to get out. Okay. Like it's always been just therapeutic for me. Not to say that I can't do other types of music. I can't do certain branding. It's just this is what I have to portray for you now until I'm in those spaces I'm not really able to discuss in the further detail what I was just like outright lying to you. Right. And that's not something I'm willing to do to my fans. You know, my people, they want to hear what I'm going through and they're like, well, listen to his music. What has he been saying? And there you go with everything. All the songs I've done so far, I've recorded hundreds of songs, you know, wrote thousands of songs, you know, write for people doing features but it's the thing of when it comes to my portion I'm always trying to give the best for the project if it's with somebody else or for somebody else but when it's me and my project I'm pretty much focused on giving you the best of me okay so uh how does that play into mental health you know that's a very big topic as of late you know, uh, suicide rates are up right now. A, a lot of things are going on in the world. People are hurting. And, uh, you know, you, you, you say how what you're going through affects your music and everything like that. So, in your words, how does that make you feel about mental health? You know, how does it affect you and how has it affected you? Like, I have to definitely say, like, after my last relationship, that it's definitely real. Like, anybody who would ever think anything otherwise I'm telling you now it's a lot of mental damage and you have to realize that the brain is an organ it can have a defect just like a heart or a kidney you know when people go through a certain level of stress the brain produces something that can technically kill it so when you're talking about a person who done went through something and you see how they come out on the other side you know if you don't necessarily know a lot of the detail you won't have a clue and there's no way you can really know what's going on in the head unless you're some type of specialist so don't just 
assume that everyone has what you would call a common sense. A lot of people that went through a lot of things that will make them a certain way. Right. So when it came to the next song, Off, you know, that's really what I was kind of going through. I'm often into my sorrows, the cost of feeling is heartless. I couldn't remember what caused this, but I know that this is my darkest. I'm often into my sorrows, the cost of feeling is heartless. I couldn't remember what caused this, but I know that this is my darkest. I gotta get out of my feeling, my nigga. I gotta get out of them shits. I gotta get out of my feeling, my nigga. I gotta get out of them shits. Jail, you gotta keep out of your feeling, my nigga. You gotta get out of them shits. You gotta keep out of your feeling, my nigga. You gotta get out of them shits. Don't know what you think I might have a time for But I'm on go, turned up, left so nice show Licking up quick with my tight bros Before I can head to the bike though To go with the relay, love back to anyone I lay my sights on Said I'm on some cooler shit with every meaning now I swear I'm on some little shit to try and keep inside your head All the mothers wanna lie, but I'ma relate instead You get to hold me in my flows, that's like everybody I'm there My guino in the first, my cardiac the ladder They're trying to climb a deal while I'm back and back up on a mission, sit from paradise, purgatory racket. Better know to what it is that you gon' tell the family. I'm often into my sorrows, the cost of feeling is heartless. I couldn't remember what caused this, but I know that this is my darkest. I'm often into my sorrows, the cost of feeling is heartless. I couldn't remember what caused this, but I know that this is my darkest. I gotta get out of my feeling, my nigga. I gotta get out of them shits. I gotta get out of my feeling, my nigga. I gotta get out of them shits. Chill, you gotta keep out of your feeling, my nigga. You gotta keep out of them shits. Off the leash, I'm not a dog, bitch, I'm a beast You can see it in my eyes and hear about the way I speak True fangs, sharp teeth, run the streets just like a G I stay out, my feelings can't be tripping over feet yeah. I ain't tryna cook the beef, I ain't tryna keep the peace, neither Y'all some cocksuckin' nuggerheads, thought out of me, beat I got your girl hot and ready, ain't no need to preheat her And she keep on running to me, cause she love the way I treat her Like a treat, I eat her, she lickin' the rapper, then I beat her Catch no feelings, but she feel me, pull me in, I'm pushing deeper When you come turn up my speakers, then they see you when I see you It was my pleasure to please you, tell you, man, I hate to be him, yeah. The cost of feeling is heartless. I couldn't remember what caused this, but I know that this is my darkest. I'm often into my sorrows. The cost of feeling is heartless. I couldn't remember what caused this, but I know that this is my darkest. I gotta get out of my feeling, my nigga. I gotta get out of them shits. I gotta get out of my feeling, my nigga. I gotta get out of them shits. Chill, you gotta keep out of your feeling, my nigga. You gotta keep out of them shits. You gotta keep out of your feeling, my nigga. You gotta keep out of them shits. I'm trying to figure out why these motherfuckers be in they feelings. For real. Ain't we all trying to get it? Yeah, man, we all trying to make it. Get money, fuck bitches, whatever. Blase, blase. Man, fuck. I'm dripping all through Orlando with my drill twin. Ooh, we. South Sands get a two piece when I power up. I'm a blue king. Got a black team to make you sing. And the sheet scenes, they call it shooting. No camera, there's no movie. Kill my feelings, keep it moving. I'm going off, I'm showing off. Money in the air, so they know that I ball. Bitch, I'm a star, don't keep what you say. No feelings evolve, I'm on the game. Fuck your feelings, feel no shame. Fuck your opinion, fuck my fame. I'm doing my thing, I feel no pain. I'm getting this money and making it rain. I'm my 
sorrows The cost of killing this heartless I couldn't remember what caused this But I know that this is my darkest I'm off and into my sorrows The cost of feeling this heartless I couldn't remember what caused this But I know that this is my darkest I gotta get out of my feeling, my nigga I gotta get out of them shits I gotta get out of my feeling, my nigga I gotta get out of them shits Chill, you gotta keep out of your feeling, nigga You gotta keep out of them shits You gotta keep out of your feeling, nigga You gotta keep out of them shits That really had me just to figure out I need to get myself together because the emotional strain was starting to physically and mentally affect me. Like I'm losing weight physically and I was just utterly depressed, like constantly. Like my doctor literally prescribed me drugs and everything. And I'm just like taking it, taking it. And you know, it's, not something I even want to do, but much less, I had to realize, like, this stuff isn't doing anything for me. Right. Like, I'm still having the same problem that is still making me feel the same way, so I just up and stopped taking them, to be honest with you. Like, well, I mean, and that's, that's big pharma at work. All they want to do is shove you full of pills. Exactly give you everything you know and all it's doing is it's numbing the pain it's not taking it away it's not actually getting rid of the problem you know and that's the problem with america today is they just want to give you a tab and say here take two of these and shut up not even just two they write you 60 for like a day or some shit in right. certain places that's why they have <laughs> the so-called opioid crisis how do you think they get the opioids exactly you know they're getting it from somewhere it's 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 got to start at the doctor's offices exactly. and that's why there needs to be so much more stricter forms of control placed on these drugs i mean the epidemic the the ability to get drugs in the streets is ridiculous you can get anything you can walk out on the sidewalk and ask for anything and someone's going to be able to point you in that direction and that's alarming especially with the way that today's use is functioning you know, the, the way that our community is going and everything and the way of the world, you know, it's it's crazy. You know, th there's a lot of things going on and, uh, you know, our community needs help. Definitely, man. Like, before anything you could talk about helping us, it would be with the mental health and then you could get into the education aspect and then we can go into the working aspects. Like, it's always a, a trickle down from that same thing when it comes to how black people are mentally structured. We, the way we raise our kids and the stuff that we're okay with ourselves. It's, it's like I just really had to piece it together. Like I found out, you know, some information about, you know, how the prison, prison system and the music business is just tied in together it's always kill kill bang bang and you don't realize you know that does something to people music influences people like let's not kid ourselves most of us were raised off of these guys in the 90s and the 80s because of the fact that our fathers weren't there they were where in prison yep locked up in prison running through the system and all we had was the music the streets and the men, the so-called men that were left behind to teach us and raise us and show us how to be men. And, you know, I can remember growing up and I grew up in Tangelo Park, 
you know, and I remember listening to OGs talk and learning the ways of the streets and everything like that, while my mother thought that I was just at a friend's house having fun playing games, being a kid, all the while I was down the street learning how to be a man before I got to enjoy my childhood. And that's why we all lost at like 11, 12 years old, freaking 10 years old, you know, basically tall enough and strong enough to walk down the street without blowing over in the wind, you know what I'm saying? It's, that's how young we start out here. Like, this is not something that we, as children, are even objectionably able to understand. It's through the symbolism. You see the guy with all the money, the jewelry, and the cars because that's the only thing he can buy. He can't buy land because they won't allow him. He can't buy a house. He can't buy a business because they won't allow him. That's too true. Much less the business that he's in even get this money. There's reasons that are perfectly understandable why they shouldn't allow him. Right. But here you go with the whole de facto problem. The biggest way for a black man to get rich in those days was to engage in illegal activities. Yep. Sit in the streets, hustle, do what they got to do. And the great thing about music today is that you, you've got a good section of artists that are not preaching death and just going out there holding people up and shooting and everything like that. There's people that are creating positive music, teaching these young folk that you need to start buying property. You know, get things that are tangible. It's not about going out there and spending your money on these big cars and rims. It's about thinking about what's really going on, injecting your money back into the economy so it can come back to you. That's the biggest problem is that the music that we were raised by growing up, a lot of that had so much of bad imagery. It was all about getting women, getting money, selling drugs, doing whatever you had to do in order to get by. And that raised the whole entire bad generation of young gentlemen that should have been growing up the right way and music is such a, a an objectionable thing you know it, it teaches these the, the young folk to do certain things and then there's bad musicians that are out here right now still telling these kids hey mix this drug and mix that drug together and this is what's going to happen but they're not actually doing that they're sitting up there just making music off of it and they're sitting here on this top of pile of money making all of these riches off of these young folk that are dying off of listening to their words, you know? So it's a good thing that we have musicians out there like you that are talking about their life and what they've been through and how they've changed coming out of the hustle, doing what they're supposed to do the right way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's really what it's going to have to boil down to because, I mean, I was just as acceptable, you know what I'm saying? I was just as out there. I was just as, you know crazy with my music as they are you know it took growing up to realize what's going on around me and what's really happening to the people that listen you know these kids don't just listen to the music they try to do it too the same way that we did right so you know you really had to boil it down like all right what do you always look for in something to look up to even as a child? It's the person that looks most like you. That's why usually your parents are that for people, you know. Hey, you look like me, so I might be something like you someday. Right. Give you something to follow. Yeah, I mean, and 
you know, for people like me, it's just like, well, I don't look like anybody, so it's just a whole, like, where do I find the semblance? And that's where it kind of, it differed, because since there wasn't any, I had to be as personal as I am. I had to be able to pretty much chameleon myself in any situation, you know, and do certain things, of course, to really solidify that, because I can't just be any one way with so many different ways out here of being, and there's a whole world that I need to get into just to survive. Right. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of struggle, you know, when it came to my childhood. So, there go. I had to do certain things to feed myself. And, you know, it isn't a thing that I ever wanted to say, like, this is my job. It was never a thing of, oh, I'm a drug dealer, I'm a dope boy, I'm a none of that. Right. At the end of the day, I knew, like, once this is all sold or the plugs have moved on or I lose this cell phone freaking, <laughs> yeah. like, it's over or I get jumped down on and it's just that easy. Like, if I can't afford this bond money, why am I out here? Right. And, you know, I had to realize, like, once it started becoming of that nature, like, it's not even worth it to touch the thing. Yeah. Looking over your shoulder every day, constantly worrying about those problems, that's just a whole list of new stresses. And if you're smart, you're going to stress. You're going to worry if you're not, you know, very wary of yourself and how this world works, then, yeah, it's very easy for you to just be like, oh, it's okay, it's just a little dope, and then you go to jail for however long, and that's money lost out of your pocket yep. and your drugs, and if this continues to happen, you know, either they'll take your freedom away completely off of something else, or you literally looking at having to do something else to deserve that. You know, right. Eventually, somebody's going to tell you, let's not kid ourselves. This game is built off of people doing things to keep themselves surviving. That's what it is. So they're not going to be solid for you when the charges are different from the way they were, say, 15, 20 years ago, you know, the time isn't different 25, 30 years ago. It's right. Like, a lot of these charges didn't exist, mind you. Like, the OGs, the, their ways will not work in today's society. I'm just going to put it out there. Like, you know, when it comes to you selling anything in the streets, there's a whole new implementation out here. Right. Like, all the way down to if you want to sell hot dogs out of a stand, you know. You can't just post up on any corner. No, you have to be where there are people because there will not just be a bunch of people walking here anymore. Everybody has some form of transportation where it's just some Zoom where they can order their food to them. Right. So it's just like either you're a vendor at a big concert or... You just don't have a business. That's true. So uh, let's talk about what's next for you. Uh, what projects are you working on currently? What's going on with you musically? Right now, you know, I'm pulling together a few people, but this new mixtape I'm working on, call it Scammer with a Bag, you know, basically to explain how Orlando and, well, Florida, period, just operates, man. It's... It's scam this, scam that, let's 
let's bust this check, you know, that's how they operate out here, like, right. <laughs> everybody got something going on, like, that's true, that is Orlando, everybody's got a game, everybody's got something going on, this, this is Hustle City, exactly. I can definitely say that, even myself, you know, I've got so many different hustles going on, and that's how you got to get by in Orlando. You can't just have one job out here. You got to be moving and running. If you do have the one job, it's because you've gotten that one job that you're qualified for. Maybe you just fell into it. Somebody got you into it. You know, and there are those out there. We're always grateful for those who got where they got to be. Some of us aren't there yet. We're still working toward it. I'm never going to hate on nobody. I'm always applauding those who are ahead in life and where they need to be. And all I can do is aspire to get there. Yeah, yeah man. You already know. You and know? it's like literally I would never, you know, apply anything otherwise. It's just a matter of, you know, a lot of people here, you know, they, they scam. That's like their full-time thing. You know, forget working for a paycheck. They'll bust a check in a heartbeat. And <laughs> that's really where I'm just like I would. I mean, I'm not... A scammer myself, but just to know the details is why I was like, you know what, I had to reach out to some people to explain their stories from their situations of being scammed and whatnot, or how they came out on top, or how they came back after it, you know, just a motivational thing for some people, and I'm really trying to keep it a positive thing, you know, uh, nothing against all the scammers out there. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of this is what I see is going on. It's my perspective. I want to give you the best of me. Okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So what are your fallback plans? I mean, shoot, I got a CNA nursing background if everything else falls. But, I mean, I own my record label. I own my publishing company. You know, all it is is continuing to push, and here comes royalty checks, you know. There you go. People are waiting in the wings for me to pretty much get my thing to come out. Oh, and uh, I'd like to give a shout out to a few people, but we'll do that at the end. And All right. I want to make sure that y'all know that I'm going to put the links into any bio just so that you can get up with all of us. You know, this is a whole thing, and I'm definitely going to hope to get y'all introduced to them sooner rather than later. BY and Rick, man. But yeah, man, this is a, a whole thing that uh, I really don't see myself actually failing at, you know, at any type of way. It's hey, and that's the plan. Never plan to fail, you know what I'm saying? It's always good to have something to fall back on, but if this is what your passion is, keep moving and, and keep gearing and keep going toward it. Yeah, you, know, so. you know? So I want you to tell everybody. Where can they find you? Where can they find your music? Where can they be plugged in? Where can they get info about your shows coming up and everything like that? Let's get you plugged in here so that way the people can get in touch with you. All right, it's super simple. You know what I'm saying? At big with two G's. Hurt. Official. You know what I'm saying? O-F-F-I-C-A-I-A. Whatever that shit is. You feel me? Like, I need y'all to go and look up Big Hurt Official on Instagram. All of my shows, all of my music, even the little clips and the content, even just the pictures of me. That's the 
best place to go because I'm always trying to talk to people. If you enjoy the songs, if you enjoy me and what I'm doing up here with King Rail, because I appreciate this brother so much for bringing me to y'all. I need y'all to pretty much look me up and stay in tune for these for these next rounds of projects, for these next rounds of artists. You know, it's coming, but I'd rather y'all get in on the ground floor. I treat those people extra special, you know, so yeah, get up. All right, so that's Big Hurt. He can also be found performing at the Haven Lounge on occasion. If you want to catch him around the city here in Orlando, if you happen to be visiting, if you live here in the city, you can find him working over at Club Lit. Yes, sir. Check him out. Talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you're an aspiring artist. You want to reach out, speak with him personally, you know, talk about the music. Maybe you want to get in on the feature or anything like that. You want to Let do a show. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if you want to perform, I got a lot of plugs. You know what I'm saying? I'd be all over the city. I'd be out the city. I perform everywhere, man. If you want to perform and you ain't got your thing lined up, man, I'm trying to help po I'm trying to help people get on, bro. So, if anything, if you need the information that you don't have, I'm always open to look out for you. Cuz it's all about the city. That's what Just Tell Rail is all about. It's about the city of Orlando, it's about Central Florida, it's about the state of Florida. We're here not just putting music artists on, we're putting our poets on, our artists, our photographers, models, social media influencers, those that you want to get in touch with. We're going to have segments where we're going to be heading out of town and we're going to be speaking to different artists. We're going to be doing different interviews. We're going to be taking your suggestions. We're going to be doing episodes on the road. You never know what's going to be happening. This is Just Tell Real. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back with Big Hurt. All right, and we're back with Big Hurt. We just wanted to say thank you very much for coming and sitting down with us today. I really appreciate you uh, doing this first episode with me. Appreciate you, man. Definitely. it's uh, quite an honor. I have been waiting quite some time to do this. And, you know, as I said in the trailer and everything like that, you know, I had a show quite a while ago that I used to do. And, you know, I started out trying to do everything on YouTube and it didn't really work out because the chemistry wasn't there like it should have been. And the crew I was working with was more about what they had going on than the group had going on. So, you know, it's, it's always about the people that you're working with, you know, that really makes everything happen, so I decided, you know, I'm at a point in time in my life where I can go ahead and take another shot of doing this, rename the show, still have the same premise, but I feel like because I've matured over time and gotten a lot more experience in the music world and everything like that, the entertainment world, I've been on both sides from building the stages to being on the stages and everything like that, so... I figure it's high time to get back out there and uh, do it, you know. So, like I said, I appreciate you coming on. It's been a pleasure. Everybody, this has been Big Hurt. Uh, Do you have anything that you want to tell your fans or your listeners real quick before we get ready to go? Yes, man, I'm in a pop 
next month on the 11th. So hit me up September 11th to get the full details. And you know you're going to hit me up if you're serious, man. I'd like everybody to know, man, I'm dead serious about everything I'm giving to you here. Everything I put on the track, that's really either what I went through or what I'm feeling or what I've seen, man. If I ain't really live it like that, then I'm going to have to have somebody else come in who did that, then, you know, if I want to speak on a perspective, that's the point of a project, you know what I'm saying? So, I do things on people's songs, you know, just to help them out, you know, give them that buzz, but don't get it twisted. When you get a big hurt project, you get big hurt all day, man. But, uh, yeah, it's also a thing of, man, I like to give a shout out to Makita Gates. That's like top fan right there. Like, appreciation, big dog, man. You always sharing shit. Like, to give a shout out to everybody downtown, all the DJs, consistency. Motherfucking Brom, motherfucking Triple J, man, Frankie, yo, legend. Hey, that's my brother, man. Hey, DJ Pretty P. Out of y'all, man. And freaking JJ Live, man. A promoter on me, man. Fucking Mellow. Shout out to that Mellow Events, man. And it's a lot of artists out there, man. But I gotta put out BYN Rick, y'all, man. Y'all, y'all gotta fuck with Lil Brother, man. He, he really living what he rapping. You know what I'm saying? It's the same energy, the same principle that's coming out of my record life. Everybody I'm signing, man, they gonna be what they is, you know. If they ain't about it, they not writing it, you know what I'm saying? They not trying to put that out there to you as if it's them, you feel me? They always on something that's gonna let you know, like, hey, man, this is what I'm trying to tell you, not what I'm trying to sell. So, I feel you on that. All right, everybody, well, we appreciate you sitting down with us today. That was Big Hurt. I'm Jarrell. This is Just Tell Rell. We appreciate you once again. We'll be giving you some updated information on our Facebook page. You can find us at Just Tell Rell. You can find us at Instagram. We're also on Twitter. If you want to send any questions, comments, queries, any type of information, maybe any leads, maybe artists that you want to hear from that we don't know about, Go ahead. You can connect with us on any one of our social media platforms. This show is all about you. Once again, we thank you. Have a good day. Ooh.